Hello, my name is Barbara. I'm a PhD student in Canada. When the coronavirus crisis started, I was in South Africa where I was doing my research. When I couldn't go back to Canada because of the travel restrictions which were imposed to curb the spread of the virus there, I decided to come home to Harare, Zimbabwe. We must remind those behind the current treacherous shenanigans that when it comes to matters of protecting our revolution, the military will not hesitate to step in. Since I've been here, we generally stay at home and only go out to get some groceries and to visit, to visit the doctor with my father, who recently had surgery. I've not visited any of my friends as I normally do when I come to Harare. And none of my friends here have also visited me like they would normally do. At the supermarket, there are people handing out hand sanitizer to everyone going in and getting out. Some of the customers wear masks, but most don't. The shelves are well stocked, but it's clear that there is some panic buying going on. The prices also seem, seem to have gone up each time. It's become a way of life. Sleeping outside the bank is the only way some Zimbabweans can get cash. There have been cash shortages for months because the government is broke. Some banks have limited withdrawals to $50 a day per person. One of the pharmacies I went to a few days ago was not only handing out hand sanitizer to everyone, but it was also handing out masks to all customers going in. I thought that was really remarkable given that now the masks are going for as much as $2, two US dollars a piece. We are now under total lockdown and only people working in critical areas such as healthcare and food manufacturing and supermarkets are allowed to leave their homes and go to work. Everyone else has been ordered to stay at home and are complying. Two days ago, I spent hours lining up to get into a supermarket. It was amazing how everyone kept a distance of about one and a half meters apart and how orderly the queue was without anyone having to control it. During that time, most people were quiet, which, were, which I found unusual. Zimbabweans generally talk to each other, but clearly this time people are worried. I got to chat with an elderly lady standing in front of me and she said that she was anxious about this new disease. The street where I live is very quiet now, which also is unusual. In the mornings, there is usually the sound of minibuses taking people to work and people greeting each other as they walk to their various workplaces. All that is absent now. What you hear are sounds of birds singing and an occasional cock crowing from a distance. While I'm generally optimistic at times like these, at the back of my mind, I fear, I fear that this situation might go on for longer than we can bear and that supplies will begin to run out in the supermarkets like has happened in other places in the world. How would people survive then? But more importantly, I worry what would happen if many people here were to contract the virus. I also worry about when I will be able to return to Canada to continue with my studies. And if I will manage to complete my studies in the four years like I've set out to do, I, 
I only have funding for that period. And if I were to take longer, I wouldn't afford it. But when these fears come, I shove them aside and I have faith that these two shall pass and that we will pull through this by God's grace.